0: as Jesus started on his way a man ran up and knelt before him good teacher he asked what must I do to inherit eternal life why do you call me good Jesus replied no one is good except God and God alone Jesus thank you for coming on this earth the incarnation of Jesus Christ not only were you fully man, but you were fully God, came on this earth to die on the cross for us, to love us, to give us a purpose to the short life that we have. Thank you for the greatest gift that we have, the relationship that is found in Jesus Christ. And I pray, God, as you transition to the short message that we have in store for us today, that the words of my mouth, and the meditation of all the hearts for those who are here listening. Lord, may it be pleasing, Lord, in your sight, oh God. For you alone are our rock and our redeemer and our savior. We love you. We thank you. We pray all these things. In your precious son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. And God's people pray, amen and amen. Today's title, today's message is called "When Jesus Christ speaks, when Jesus Christ speaks." I have a short passage for us this morning. It's found in John chapter 8, verse 23 to 30. John 8:23 to 30. And it says, "But he continued, "You are from below, I am from above." You are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins if you do not believe that I am he, you will indeed die in your sins. Verse 25, who are you, they asked. Just what I have been telling you from the beginning, Jesus replied. I have much to say in judgment of you. But he who sent me is trustworthy, and what I have heard from him, I tell the world. Verse 27, they did not understand that he was telling them about his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the son of man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing of my own, but speak just what the father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. Even as he spoke, many believed in him. Amen and amen. Here's another passage that shows us that Jesus Christ is God, the Trinity of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So here is not just the words of the earthly Jesus speaking, but it is the word that comes from God. For him and God are one, and they are of one. And Jesus is God. And if Jesus is God, and the words of red that's found in the Bible, in the New Testament, in the Gospels, then we must, number one, listen to what he says when Jesus Christ speaks, number one, listen to what He says, for He is letter A absolute, letter B ultimate, letter C final. The words of Jesus, the words that He speaks on the scripture in the gospel, is not of our grabs, meaning it is not. A buffet style, little bit of this, little bit of that. We do not get to pick and choose what we want to eat. We must dine the whole thing. And this buffet doesn't end. It is a lifetime. Imagine going into a buffet that is huge. It is endless. There's all types of choices. And food that we enjoy, the foods that we like, the drinks that we like to drink. It is a lifetime of discipline, a lifetime of practice, a lifetime of consistency, taking it all in. A lifestyle each and every single day. And even when we have lived up to past 100, we still have not tasted his full buffet, it doesn't end. And it will never end. Even in heaven, it will never end. Jesus' words here are not of a quote-unquote good man, a good religious moral teacher. Because in Mark 10, this is a side reference, not on the screen, but it says, when the rich young man went up to him, This is the prayer that I mentioned in the beginning of this message. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and knelt before him. Good teacher. He knows him as a good teacher. Good teacher. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And what does Jesus say? Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. So we must never forget that when Jesus speaks, it is God speaking. It is God speaking his words to us through his one and only Son, Jesus Christ. Verse 24 to 26 says, I told you that you would die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am he, you will indeed die in your sins. Who are you? they asked. Just what I have been telling you from the beginning, Jesus replied. I have much to say in judgment of you, but he who sent me is trustworthy. And what I have heard from him, I tell the world. What I have heard from him. From who? From God. From God. The words of God. Jesus speaks. So when God speaks, there is no protest there is no appeal, there is no arguing, there is no debating, there is no negotiation, there is no whining. We must only surrender and surrender fully. When he gives us the tomato, Andy, you need to eat it, right? You have to eat it. There is no whining, no negotiation, no debating. There is no appeal. The only thing we can do is fully Surrender. There's hope or darkness. Life or death. There's no in-between. That's the only path. That's the only solution that we have. The solution is found in Jesus Christ. I pray that we choose hope. I pray that we choose life. Not darkness. Not death. It's one or the other. Number one, listen to what he says, for he is absolute, ultimate, final. Point number two, do what he says. Do. Can we turn to our neighbor and say do? And can we say be, do, do, be? Okay, be, do, do, be. We must be both. It's not just doing, but it is being. Being. We're not human doings. We are human beings. That is who we are. What we do is who we are. What I am and what I do. What I do comes from who I am. Verse 28 to 29. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the Father has taught me, the one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. Why does Jesus choose to do what he does? Because of who he is. He is the Son of God. He is God. The title Son of Man where In the Bible, when we find the phrase, Son of Man, that title is only given to the Son of God. The one and only Son of God, and His name is Jesus Christ. Son of Man is talking about God. is talking about Jesus Christ, who is God, the Trinity. Romans 12, verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. It is not just about doing it, but it is about being being transformed in our mind, renewing our mind for the way you think dictates the outcome of the result. If one believes your house is haunted and the other one doesn't believe the house is haunted and you hear a loud bang, a noise, a person who believes that the house is haunted will live in fear for the rest of their life as long as they're under that house, under that roof. But the one who doesn't believe that the house is haunted, you will live in confidence and two different outcomes One will live in fear because in their mind, they're not transformed. Their mind is corrupted. Their mind is distracted. Their mind is being used from Satan to use to whatever that he wills it to be. But you must be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what the will of God is. His will is good and pleasing and it is perfect second corinthians 5:17 therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here when you become a new creation it is not just the habits what you show on the outside it's not your actions that change but it is who you are it is your being the person the character of that individual that changes that's how you become a new creation about having a new mind and a new heart. When you have a new mind and a new heart, the old is gone. You are a new creation in Christ. The old has gone and the new is here. So, again, point number one listen to what he says. Why? For he is absolute, ultimate, final. And number two, therefore, we must do what he says be, do, do, be. Yes. Lord, inside out, change me, transform me inside out. Lord, I desire to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. I don't want to live the same way as I used to, living in fear, living in anger, living in pride, living in guilt, living in shame, thinking that I'm not good enough, thinking that I don't deserve to be forgiven. But I want to change my thoughts. I want to change my mind. I want to have confidence knowing that it is you that have given me a new life. That that old man, that old woman is gone. Like 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Amen. And amen. Lastly, point number three. There is only one right. Only one. Verse 27 and 30, not through 30. So starting with 27 first. They did not understand that he was telling them about his father. Verse 30, even as he spoke, many believed in him. Two different responses here. 27 is a group that does not understand, that is talking about God. Verse 30 is a group where as Jesus spoke, they came to believe, many believed in him. The question is, are you standing on that one right path? Are you able to listen to what Christ is saying to us? Or are we, in verse 27, where we don't understand They did not understand that he was telling them about his father, that he was talking about God, that he was talking about himself. And I say this all the time in our church. We only have one life, one chance to get it right. There is no redo, there is no respawn like a video game. There is no neighbor, a friend that can save us and bring us back to respawn. There is no repeat. There is no second chance. There is only one. Letter A, one path. B, one way. C, one life. D, one choice. E, one God. F, one Jesus Christ. G, one Holy Spirit. H, one Trinity. I, one Bible. And it is the eternal Word of God. The Bible that you have in your hands, on your laps, is the most important book. It's the most important thing that you'll ever read and dine in this buffet that Christ has given us. It is unending. The Bible is alive, living and active, it says, sharper than any double-edged sword. You ever read a passage? A few months later, you read it again. You're like, oh, I didn't know. You read a book, and you're like, oh, I didn't know this was here. Because it's alive. The Bible speaks to you in the season that you are in. It's alive. It's alive and active. It speaks to you. It is a living word, the eternal word of God that speaks to your heart, speaks to your mind, and transforms your heart, your mind, and your life. One Bible. So when Christ speaks, it is final. It is finished. A lot of people ask this question, how do I hear the voice of God? How do I hear the words of God? It's right there. It's written for you. It's a letter that is written for us. The Bible, the scripture that we have. So when Christ speaks, it is final. It is finished. No renegotiating. Jesus Christ is the eternal word of God. He is God. So to get to that path of that one right, to discover the path of that one right, to walk on the path of that one right, to maintain that path of one right, a person, you, I'm speaking to you and I'm speaking to myself as I look at myself in the mirror. You, I, must put much thought, a deep thought, and ponder deep, deep within my soul, Is this really what I want? Is this really the calling that God has placed in my life? Do I truly believe that Jesus Christ is God, that he is the only one and only son of God? Do I truly believe and do I listen to what he says? Do I do what he says? Do I truly believe that there is only one right? When we're put in a panel, more we're in a group of friends, when there are different religions, people who come from different beliefs, do you truly believe what you believe? That Jesus Christ is the eternal word of God, that he is God. You must put deep ponder and ponder deep. If this is the proper decision, consideration, the choice that you have made, you, to follow Jesus Christ. For we all fall under two categories, verse 27 and verse 30. Verse 27, they did not understand. Verse 30, many believed I'm glad many came to believe. But one thing is to believe. One thing is to maintain and to walk. You discover, you get it, but now the question is, are you gonna continue to walk? Are you gonna maintain it? That's the question. That is the key. I'm closing with this. It is to follow Christ and to serve in the place where God called us to be. And what is that place? It's our local church. It starts from there. You follow Christ and you follow Christ by serving and being part of a community and serving in your local church. We had an amazing praise night following we had our anniversary service a lot of times after a high should come the low right whatever goes up must come down right that's the law of physics but in a spiritual sense in the kingdom of God picture gravity laws of physics science doesn't apply in a spiritual sense after the high should come a level of maturity not an emotional high for emotions come and go but you must take that experience whether it is good or whether it is bad whether it is a blessing a promotion or a trauma that we go through in life a suffering we need to get to that next place After that high, we have the responsibility as a Christian to get to that place, that next place of maturity, spiritual maturity. Each event in our lives, rather big or small, only two things it does to us. Number one, it makes us, or number two, it breaks us. It makes us better, or it makes us bitter. And the easiest thing to do, after a touchdown is to drop the ball, right? We all do that, drop the ball. But don't focus on that touchdown that just happened. Focus on what's next. Continue holding that ball. Don't drop it so easy because it took you much effort, much sacrifice, much bleeding for you to get to that touchdown, that line, that line to that point to make that score. Do not drop the ball. The easy way is, I don't know, I am thinking about after our event that we had, maybe having a long vacation soon, maybe to just rest my mind. I mean, that's something that came to my mind. As reality kicks in, Holy Spirit kicks in. What is greater, the lies of the enemy or the truth of the Holy Spirit? and I remind myself I know that God called me here and I do want to be here I want to be here and I'm called to be here and I need to be here and I'm asking you DRC I need your help here all of you here we must follow Christ we must follow Faithfully, not just in our daily lives, by serving in our local church, making sure that we have a backup, people who are praying for us, who supports us, and that we must be there for one another. The cost of being a disciple. Let's all be together. Luke 14, 25 to 35. If you guys can go ahead and read from verse 25 to 27, and I'll read from 28 to 30, and then you guys go on and continue from 31 to 33, and then 34 to 35, and we'll finish all together. Because one of you wants to build a tower, won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying this person began to build and wasn't able to finish finished together. Ready? One, two, three. Salt is good but if it loses a saltiness how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Amen. And amen. The last part that we just read is actually very scary. Salt, the flavor, is good. But if salt loses its flavor, what is meant to do, how can it be made salty again? It is thrown out, it says. It is not fit for anything else. May we not get to a place where we are in a place where we get thrown out. May we understand the costly calling, what we have right now, Maintain the saltiness that you have in your relationship with Christ. How do you maintain that saltiness? After the high, get to that level of maturity. Don't go high and low and then wait for the next event. Maintain it in faith. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing the words? Of Jesus. Listen to what he says. Do what he says. There is only one right, one right, one path, one way, one life, one choice, one God, one Christ, Jesus Christ, one Holy Spirit, one Trinity one Bible, amen, and amen. When Jesus Christ speaks, may we listen, do, do, be, be, do, or be, do, do, be, and know that there's only one right, one path, one way. May we be faithful in this journey called life. May you recommit your commitment to God, and continue to follow him in spirit and in truth. May you not lose your relationship, your purpose, your zeal, and may we trust in him and rely on him this very morning. Can we take a moment right now if we could place our right hand to the left side of our chest. This isn't about anyone else. It's not about our neighbors. This is between you and God. And can we take this moment right now Let us repent and ask God to forgive us and ask God to come and to strengthen us. Can we ask the Holy Spirit to guide our hearts and to protect our hearts? Let's ask the Lord to remind us once again that there is only one right, one path, one way, one life, one choice, one God, one Jesus Christ, one Holy Spirit, one Trinity, and one Bible. Can we trust in him and him alone? And may we give our lives, our worries, and our problems. And may we surrender it all to him. Let us pray to him and surrender to him. Let's pray together. Father, I just pray. today Lord speak to me God Jesus speak to me for I am listening speak to me Jesus for I need you I need your touch I need your help oh God especially during this dark season I need your help come and rescue me help me and restore me oh God what is it good for what is it good for if the salt loses the saltiness what is it good for how can it be made salty again it is neither fit for the soil or for the manure pile nothing better than to be thrown out can't use again may i not get to a place of blasphemy point of no return like pharaoh's heart like Judas's heart may we continue to live on the grace in faith that is you that continues on our passion our consistency our walk our maintenance may we maintain this walk this faith that is found in Jesus Christ may we not drop the ball Continue on being faithful in this one life, one chance that we have that you have given us. Recommit your heart. Recommit your heart back to the Lord. Ask the Lord to come and fill you. Ask the Lord to come and strengthen you. After the high does not come the low, it comes maturity maturity to to grow ask for spiritual maturity right now it is not based on your physical age or physical mental state but it's found in Christ it is found in Jesus Christ may you mature and grow in your faith in your maturity that is found in Christ ask and you shall receive cry out to him and he shall come to your rescue Cry out to Him, ask the Lord, cry out to Him, pray to Him, pray to Him. You're free to pray, you're free to sit with your eyes closed and pray. But as we sing the chorus of one thing, may this assist you in your prayer, and may you recommit your heart back to the Lord. Let's sing together, my one desire, the only thing I want. thought and ponder deep to make a proper decision, consideration and a choice in following you, Jesus Christ. As it dictates and as it states in Luke 14, Lord, we count the cost. We count the cost of being and what it means to be a disciple. If we do not, if we do not understand and put deep thought into what we are getting ourselves into, we will lose all saltiness. And we will lose all saltiness. We will not be made salty again. And we will be thrown out. But may we right now, while we have ears to hear, may we hear what you have in store for us this very morning. What is it that you are saying to us? Just like the title dictates. When Jesus Christ speaks, number one, Listen to what he says, for he is absolute, he is ultimate, and he is the final. Number two, you must do what he says, be, do, and do, and be. And number three, lastly, there is only one, only one path, only one way, only one life, one choice, one God, one Jesus Christ. One Holy Spirit, one Trinity, and one Bible. There's only one right. Lord, we fall under the category. We pray that we will fall under the category. Verse 30, many believed. As you spoke, Lord, as you speak, I believe and I choose to believe. But we now fall under verse 27 where they did not understand. While we have ears to hear, may we hear what you have in store for us. We thank you. We love you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. We pray all these things. The precious Son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. God's people pray. Amen. 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 May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you, and may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And now, may the unending grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gentle counsel and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that surpasses all the knowledge of this world, continue to keep you, guide you, and protect you, and lead you forevermore. And as God's people we pray, amen Amen. and amen.